All right. Well, uh, welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for joining in tonight. I'm going to put this on gallery view just so I can uh, see everybody's uh, faces uh, right now. So uh, tonight, we are going to be talking about anything and everything you've ever wanted or need to know about psilocybin mushrooms, psychedelic mushrooms, and their transformative uh, powers and their healing powers and their abilities. And this is an opportunity too for you to ask anything and everything you ever wanted to ask. There, there's no silly question. Um, you know, and what your question will definitely help somebody else because they're probably thinking the same thing and, and afraid to, to ask that. But uh, for those of you that don't know me, um, I am your host and my name is Darcy Volden. And um, I want to uh, introduce our, our very special guests, experts tonight, which are uh, Candy Boyer and Tiffany Stir. And these gals are something else. Um, I could not wait to bring them to you uh, to share their expertise because these gals know everything um, about it when it comes to uh, mushrooms and plant medicines. And um, they facilitate uh, retreats, coaching programs, uh, you name it. And we're going to dive into all of that. So uh, first, let me just uh, tell you a little bit about my story and my background. Um, I have, um, my journey with plant medicines began about six years ago. And um, I will say that the first, my first experience ever with psychedelics was with mushrooms, like when I was probably in my twenties and it was just recreational. He <laughs> ha ha, you know, that was fun. Wow. That's cool. <laughs> um, I had no idea uh, whatsoever about about the the actual power of plant medicine and then also mushrooms um, when done sacredly ceremonially. Let me get these mutes going here. All right. And so um, uh, I was at a point in my life that something needed to change, like just something, something. Like I couldn't get out of the way of my own self. I used to weigh almost 300 pounds. Um, I was struggling in life, um, just suffering in mental anguish. Like I wasn't doing what I wanted to do in my life. Like I knew there's just so much more, you know, and the, the big question, you know, who am I, you know, what, what was I put here for? You know, it's like, I know I'm not this, I'm not this 300 pound oh, middle-aged woman, you know, sitting on the sidelines of life and just wishing and wondering, you know, like I know me, I know there's a me in here and, but there's just this stuff in the way. And like, why do all these patterns seem to keep repeating themselves? You know, difficulty in relationships, um, um, a financial <laughs> difficulty, um, all, all of those things. And um, it, it was just a, a big damper in my, my life. And then um, a friend of mine introduced me, uh, invited me to a ceremony. She'd asked me if I'd ever heard anything about uh, Bufo. And I was like, no, I, I don't know this Bufo you speak of. And um, she said, well, have you heard of ayahuasca? And I'm like, yeah, well, I had heard of ayahuasca and I, I, it's been in, very intriguing to me. Um, and she said, well, why don't you come 
to this ceremony. And she said, this is very similar. It would be similar to maybe what you know about ayahuasca. So uh, just for time's sake, I, I won't go into the entire story, but what I want you to know is in that, it was in that Bufo ceremony, which by the way, Bufo is uh, frog medicine and it is uh, from the Sonoran Desert toad and it's actually inhaled. And uh, it's about a 20 minute journey, uh, kind of shoots you on the other side of the universe there. And uh, that's uh, when, in my experience in that, it just, it hit me so hard. It was, it was so profound that I got a glimpse into who I really am. And I got that, oh my gosh, I've got a lot of work to do. I had, uh, when I came to, I was literally on the ground, probably maybe three or four feet away from where I started. And just my hands are just in the, in the dirt, my face is in the dirt and I'm just bawling, bawling from just the core. Like I've never cried so deeply, so, um, so much grief and hurt and upset and, and, uh, longing, um, every kind of cry that there could be on that depth was was pouring out of me and my soul and it was the most healing experience um ever to that point and that's when i realized the magic and the beauty of the plant medicines uh to be able to help guide you on a depth maybe deeper than what we know here what traditional um, psychotherapy, you know, like what the therapist could, could possibly, uh, tap into. And so, um, that then became, um, me stepping into the next journey was ayahuasca for me. Um, also just equally, equally profound and just, you know, so much healing occurred for me, you know, where I, relationships were repaired between my, my, uh, my mother and my father and my son, I know, again, I got a deeper glimpse into who I really am. And I started to, to see that, that, wow, there's so much more to me than, than even just this physical body, um, to be able to experience that even for the first time. Then after ayahuasca came the mushrooms. And by the way, I was so divinely led to each one of these plant medicines. And again, so much of a, a longer story than I can share here tonight, but um, I was led to um, the mushrooms and um, those, I have to say, at, were and are still, in my opinion, have been just as deep of a journey as, as the ayahuasca and also San Pedro. I left out my uh, San Pedro experience, which is uh, the, the cactus uh, medicine. Um, the mushrooms for me, like I said, have been just as, if not more profound, even than ayahuasca. It's just that it's just such a more gentle, um, loving uh, journey has been my experience. And we'll talk about these and I'll share these. Like Candy and, and Tiffany and I will, will share more about these. And you, by the way, you guys can ask about any of these plant medicines um, outside of uh, mushrooms, by the way. Okay. Uh, we, we have experience with all of them. Um, so the reason why I specifically wanted to talk about mushrooms tonight, um, is that I've had quite a few, uh, ayahuasca journeys now since then, uh, most recently last year, this time in, uh, Costa Rica, um, and then also here in Lano and what I was shown 
um, in Lano, Texas at this last ceremony was that uh, mushrooms is a uh, the medicine that is calling to me. And that's why I specifically wanted to talk about mushrooms tonight and bring Candy and Tiffany here because uh, like I said, with mushrooms, um, they are, um, unlike the other plant medicines, it's just like with the mushrooms, it's just the mushroom. It's just that. And there's many different strains and we'll talk about that too. You know, different mushrooms that produce different, um, can produce different effects at the different journeys. Uh, we'll go into to all of that um, as well. Uh, but like I said, this has become a now really where I find myself more of a bridge to specifically uh, the mushrooms, um, especially if this is a, a new realm for you. Um, you know, maybe ayahuasca speaks to you. Um, and maybe if this is a first time for you to experience any kind of plant medicines, um, my thought is, but only you will know because your, your body will guide you your spirit self will guide you to what, what medicine speaks to you, um, is my, my thought is the mushrooms first. Like it's a, it's a great step into, uh, something maybe bigger or deeper, you know, than ayahuasca, you know, that it can be, like I said, because it's so much more gentle where ayahuasca can be so, uh, I don't want to say violent, but you know, it's like purgative, very purgative. Um, so anyway, um, so before I continue on, what I want to do too is I want to introduce you um, to both Candy and Tiffany. And um, Candy, I'm going to start with you. And what I want to know is, and what can you share, please? Um, just how how did you come about plant medicines in your life, and why? And how is it that that led you and Tiffany to do like you girls have dedicated your life? to helping people through uh, mushrooms. So give us your story, Candy. Oh, let's get you off of yeah. There you are, okay. Yeah. So thank you, Darcy. So yeah. yes, as I mentioned, I'm Candy uh, Boyer. And yeah, my journey with plant medicine, you know, I, I could spend hours going into my journey, but I, I'll, I'll try to keep a short version of it. So. Um, I got introduced, it's probably been about five and a half years ago, and I have been on this journey of recovery really since I was about 26, kind of, it's, it's been a, not with plant medicine, but just part of my story, you know, I had, I had problems with alcohol and drugs, uh, so, you know, I went in a route of being a recovery, into 12-step programs, being a recovering alcoholic, an addict, and that has been over, you know, since I've been 26. So I kind of grew up going through doing different types of recovery therapy. Uh, and, you know, I was always just disconnected from people. I kind of grew up being this performer type uh, and having this certain performance out there. Pride and ego uh, is my biggest problem. And, uh, you know, I had always been reaching for the outside to things to kind of fix me. Uh, I never quite fit in, never felt like I belonged. Uh, even though I'd been very successful all my life, I just really didn't feel that inside. Uh, I didn't, you know, there was shame. I didn't feel like I was worthy. 
And that has continued to, it continued to show up in my life and my jobs and my relationships. Same thing like you're talking about, Darcy, uh, these repeating patterns. Uh, they seem to get a little bit less, but they still repeated. Uh, maybe not as violently. The, the lesson wasn't quite as hard. Uh, not to say that I still don't have some of those todays, too. I am, by all means, I am not healed. Uh, you know, I'm still in this human form. So, um, so you know, for plant medicine, for me, it was a, a conscious decision. Because uh, I, you know, for 25, 26 years, no mind-altering chemicals. Uh, I mean, for me, I didn't even eat uh, desserts with alcohol in it. So for me to make a decision to go in the plant medicine route was not made lightly. And really what kind of what happened with me is I was called to it. And, you know, I had a 19 year relationship end, uh, had a business together and my mom got sick and I lost my mom. So all this foundation of my life kind of just got ripped out from under me. And I'm sitting here like, who am I? What do I want to do? Everything I thought was going to be is no longer. And plant medicine kind of came knocking at my door, uh, actually through Tiffany, uh, in a sense. So, you know, I started out with uh, like peyote because uh, I, I have some Native American background and, you know, I kind of started and I had this spiritual journey. But really what I was called to was psilocybin mushroom. And I will tell you, you know, I've done, you know, I've done therapy. I did inner child workshops. I did all this stuff throughout my life. And I will tell you, mushrooms took me to a depth and awareness that I never had before and to a happiness I'd never been to before and awarenesses that have really changed my life. It's why I'm doing the work I'm doing now. Uh, I'd always kind of worked with people, recovering addicts and alcoholics. I kind of, I liked working with people and being a service, but being involved with plant medicine, um, you know, I've done ayahuasca too, and I've had some, you know, ayahuasca, San Pedro, uh, frog medicine. I've done, I've done these plant medicines, and I will tell you, it has made a huge, huge difference in my life. Uh, where I used to always feel that disconnect, you know, I'd have these relationships, and I've always said that, it was like that glass in between where you had your hand in, just to disconnect. I don't have that anymore. Uh, my relationships really come from the heart. I don't have that uh, hamster wheel mind anymore where the ruminating thoughts that I kept on that. Uh, I really have, today I feel very, connected to people, uh, can live in the present moment and just love and love what I do. And the medicine really has made a big difference with that. Uh, so, and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing because I want to give other people the opportunity and maybe learn from the, <laughs> you know, it jumps right into it. So working with plant medicine, don't quite know what you're doing. Uh, if you're just jumping in like we did. Um, so I've learned how to work with it and now want to guide other people maybe to be able to work in an easier, softer, loving way and maybe not have to go through the trials and tribulations that I went through with it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's, I love what you said of like what you, what you've gotten on the other side 
of it. And like you said, it's still all a, a journey for, for all of us in, in the human form. But uh, one of the things too, for me that, that I've gotten um, is I just like, I got me, you know, like I, like I was saying before, like, I, I mean, I knew there was a me in there, but it's just like, um, I, I gained confidence. You know, I've, I've had literally like special abilities, uh, be brought forth that I didn't even know that I had. Um, and it's led me to be able to, like I said, just literally create an extraordinary life. Like it's given me an opportunity to, to see in a, in a realm and, and be guided in such a way that I, 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 I couldn't have foreseen my future had I left up to my own mind at the, at the yeah, time. Yeah, I'd never guess I'm doing what I'm do, be doing today. That is not the trajectory of my life uh, that I thought. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's so beautiful to be able to kind of just to live and be able to live in the moment and not be so attached to all these external things and free up the mind and, and energy. Uh, I would have never thought that was quite possible. Yeah. I will say one other thing too, and then, and then we'll go over to Tiffany, but, um, I'm really love, uh, for me, like I felt like I had lost my, I've always been a spiritual person, but you know, is God real? You know, I, I don't know. I felt like I've been let down a lot over life too. And I, you know, like I just didn't know, like, I felt kind of lonely. It's like any of this even real, like what happens, you know, when you die, like all that, you know, and I, I used to be afraid of dying, but you know, after this, I, you know, I feel like I've been reconnected and rehooked back up to, to God, you know, to, to source, source energy. I'm not afraid of dying anymore, you know, and it's just, it's opened up my world, especially, you know, making that connection again. So, uh, thank you, Candy. Let's hop over to Tiffany. So Tiffany, by the way, um, what I want to say, uh, Tiffany and Candy um, are the founders of Sacred Pillars uh, Church, and they are based out of Oklahoma City. Um, and we're going to talk uh, lots more about uh, what they do uh, there specifically. Uh, but they, like I said, they are the, the founders of uh, Sacred Pillars uh, church and we'll explain why it's called a church okay because and I well, and I shouldn't do air quotes that that's that's inappropriate for me to to do air quotes because uh, it is it's a structure and um and then Tiffany and Candy can explain why that's so so Tiffany uh all right you're up let's hear your story how the heck did you get involved in this and here you are now doing what you do yeah, thank you, Darcy. Um, thank you for this opportunity. We sure love you and uh, uh, enjoy um, talking with you and being on these with you. So thank you for this opportunity. Absolutely. So, gosh, sometimes I think, how in the world did I get myself here? <laughs> Just like, wow. Um, you know, it's, it, it's, it starts way back. It starts way back where you, you, you get born into this world with, um, in a certain set of circumstances, you learn how to survive that. For me, it was, um, you know, had some, some trauma and abuse. And I learned very young to shut down emotionally to survive my, um, my experiences. And what I gained from that was, no emotions, a very strong intellect, the messaging to go get the education, go get the job and go be happy. 
So I set out to do that completely unaware of me, quite honestly, absolutely going through the motions in life. And as I done, as I did that, I became an alcoholic. I became a drug addict. I had absolutely horrible dysfunctional relationships that I played a big, huge part in. And I'm looking around and I can't understand why I'm so miserable, why I'm so depressed. Why am I waking up every day wishing, like, honestly, that I wasn't here. I wasn't going to do anything, but I was just like, oh, here I am again. And I, I like not feeling any purpose, not feeling any connection to myself nor others. And I was miserable. And um, what happened for me was I woke up to some of that, realized that I needed to um, get sober. But with doing that, that was wonderful. And that was a very, that was a first step. And Candy and I talk a lot about that with people that have drug addiction and alcoholism. It's really a first step to getting getting down to the deeper layers. You have to kind of stop uh, self-medicating. And, but after that, I thought life was going to be great. And it sure wasn't. Um, I sure didn't feel a connection. I didn't feel anything still. And I was miserable. So I set off and I did all the typical things that you're told to do, meditate and therapy and self-help this and that, and all kinds of alternative modalities and nothing worked for me. And then um, I went through a really pivotal point in my life where I was getting divorced for the second time. Um, we had had a business together and we were uh, going to shut that down. So I'm divorced and I'm out of a job. And I'm like, shit, like, this is, this is me. Like, this is like, I can't, I can't keep pointing the finger at anybody else. This keeps happening to me. And that's when I discovered plant medicine the first time I got a very strong nudge to use ayahuasca to begin with. I use that very intensively for about a year and a half. And it um, that was very um, intentional and in retrospect, that was the medicine that was going to help me get my shielding off. Like I literally had, I weighed 70, 80 pounds more than I do now. And that literally was physical fat shielding protection that I have put on myself to to keep this heart safe, to keep this body safe. And um, so I went through a year and a half of ayahuasca. It was absolutely profound and life-changing. It tends to be probably a more intense experience if we want to compare it to, to mushrooms. Um, I then got introduced similarly to candy to, to mushrooms, and that really opened up my, my world with um diving into and really um, seeing things for what they were uh, versus the stories that I tell myself, the way that I talk to myself, the way that I believe in, in others, really seeing the traumas and abuses for what they were and that they need, I needed to go in and I needed to feel and I needed to heal that. Um, and, and all that happened. And then Candy and I had decided at some point that, oh my God, we got to help other people. We, this is so profound, but people don't know how to do it. Like they need help with this process. It's literally not just about throwing plant medicine at something. You have to know how to work with them. We'll talk more about our services with how we believe that we, we help people um, with that. But for me today, 
I feel like I have literally been reborn probably five or six times. And, and I want to be clear, this is like a lifelong process. I didn't just go take some mushrooms and I'm fixed. This is literally, I, I, I equated to like an onion. There are layers, layers and layers and layers to be worked on. And just when you think you're done with one layer, guess what? Another one pops up and it could be the same layer, a little bit deeper or who, who knows what. But you, that's really what you're committing to. You're committing to a process and an evolution of yourself to become more self-aware. And with that awareness, with that awareness, you can then make changes for yourself. You can take different actions. You can work on your limiting thought beliefs and thought forms. You can make better decisions for yourself. And every day, do I wake up happy? No, of, of course not. But I will tell you, Nothing in my life has changed and nothing has to change. I have changed my ability to navigate life, my ability to be in a flow, ability to look at things in a graceful way, a compassionate way, look at others and, and, and be okay with where, where they're at. Um, it, it, and that ebbs and flows too. It's, it's all a process, but I can be in grace and ease and flow and love and compassion today. And that's where I find my connection within myself, with others and spiritually. And that what's, that is exactly what gets me out of bed every single morning that I get to do that within myself and I get to help others find that for themselves too. Yeah. Uh, I, I love that. What you said too, about that, or just kind of like being in that, in that flow and, um, and what I hear in your speaking is also, you know, even similar for me is that I feel like I could just, it just lightened up. Like it just like exhale, like it just, uh, like it didn't feel so constricted and it didn't feel like, I feel like I've really learned to um, navigate and create uh, my life, you know, rather than feeling like I'm a victim of circumstance or, or fate. And, uh, and I didn't mention that at the beginning because there are, there's some people here who don't know me, but what, what by the way, is what I do for a living, I'm, I'm a manifesting mastering reality creation teacher uh, and coach. So what I do is I help uh, people, if I could put it all in one words, is my purpose on this planet is to help people leave this planet like, yeah, yeah, that, that, that was a life. Um, and so I teach manifesting uh, courses and mastering reality creation, but th the tie-in for plant medicines is that this is, uh, it's, can be such a pivotal piece um, because there are just some things, like I said earlier, where maybe traditional therapy or different modalities, like healing modalities, um, yes, they all, they work and they work beautifully. And there's some things that because of the realm that that the plant medicines are working in that just here in human 3d world like we just can't get there yet i'm going to say yet um but it you know it allows an opportunity for the ego to fall away and we get to the to the source literally on that so uh, what i want to talk about next um is especially for people who've never done mushrooms or any kind of psych psychedelics before um or like I said, you, it may be that you've messed around with mushrooms or psychedelics recreationally. But, and I said at the beginning, and I'll say it again, plant medicine, and I'll, I will speak into mushrooms, 
done sacredly ceremonially it's like black is to white night is today it's it's a completely different experience because you're actually going in and as i say is you're actually going in with respect um to this sacred plant medicine and that you're actually going in intentionally um that you're going in with an intention for a healing or or insight or even i've seen in plant medicine journeys like people have gone in for like literal physical healings and have gotten that um, I, I even have my own experience with that as well. Um, so, uh, what? And Candy, I'll start with you again. Um, for you, like, what? What is a what's a mushroom journey like? Like, what what happens? You know, you you go in. Like, what happens in there? What's going on? You know, it's never the same. I will tell you that. You know, I always want to have an expectation, and as much as I've been doing this. Uh, each ceremony is different. And, but, you know, for me, it, you know, it's taken a while. I mean, I have my protective shielding and surrendering was not an easy thing for me of letting go control. You know, I liked my environment a certain way <laughs> and it, and not even consciously knowing that, that I had set up my environment to keep me safe. So when I go into plant medicine, you know, you think that you're going to go in and you're going to go in and it's going to get past your ego. Well, it didn't work that way for me in the beginning. It took a little time to learn how to surrender to the medicine. So when I first went in, I mean, I had to have a journey and it would show me things. You know, I had sexual trauma in my background. And I mean, I, and I'll share that. There were things that I did not remember from abuse that I had worked on in therapy in many years, and I was okay with it that I wouldn't remember, but I will tell you, I remembered in plant medicine. I had memories of that, and I had some profound healing because of that, uh, that I thought I had dealt with everything. So some of these childhood things, and you know, we want to say traumas, there's, you know, they don't have to be big traumas. It can be. I've been worked with people that they lost their best friend when they were in second grade and didn't realize how much that affected them. Um, you know, same thing for me. So, you know, going into a journey with mushrooms, uh, you know, I will say, you know, that first hour, you're kind of might be on a little ride. Uh, but it... Um, it shows you things that I could never consciously get to, whether it was spiritually, uh, childhood, or just ancestral uh, awarenesses. And so what would happen after that journey, you know, the journey, I'd come out of the journey and I wasn't healed, but really, and, you know, we'll talk about that later. The work comes after the journey because you have these profound, you can have these profound awarenesses that maybe you couldn't have without the medicine. And now what do you do with it? Uh, and for me, that's really where the change has come in uh, is what do I do with those awarenesses that that plant medicine? So, I mean, I've, I've had some, you know, I've had some crazy journeys, you know, me, you know, did intense journeys with uh, mushrooms probably about every month for 
you know, there was a good year, year and a half that uh, did some intense work with the, with the medicine. So, yeah. And so would, how would you just des- describe it though? Like you, 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 you take the mushrooms and then what, what happens? <laughs> so, you know, it can be different. Uh, a lot of times, you know, there can be where you hear people, you know, talk about that psychedelic experience where you can see the light. Um, I mean, I've seen grids of the universe at times. Uh, that's not all the time. Other times you can come in and you can start seeing some weird shit. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like, oh, this doesn't make sense. You know, colors come in or something. But that's where when you look at it, it's like when you can kind of uh, relax into it and say, oh, I start seeing all these colors red. What is, what is that showing me? Is that fear? Or everything's all black and you're in this black hole. What is that? Is that my fear coming in? Uh, so there's these different things that you can be showing, especially like it's in that first hour, it's the most intense of the intensity of the journey of the medicine. And then it kind of ebbs and flows. And there's times, sometimes I've been on my mat for a couple hours just journeying. And there's other times after that first hour, I'm kind of more aware and maybe processing some things. Um, So it really is different. One thing that is very important is set and setting. You know, for me, it's being in it. I've got to feel safe where I am. and also sound helps, frequency, sound. Uh, you know, for, for me, I always there's a playlist or I've got sound instruments or something that help flow with it. So sometimes it's really hard to explain what the journey does. The journey ever get scared or fear induced? Um, it can. Uh, I've had. I've had a journey, uh, and this is why we do what we do today, so that people don't have to go through what, you know, we try to eliminate. I went into a journey, and I had some past life stuff come through, and I got very scared, and I stayed scared through probably three or four hours, and I could not get out of it, and I was not prepared for that. I wasn't prepared for what happened. So, you know, I say that not to scare people because fears can come up, but that's why just going in a, not going, you know, going into a plant medicine journey and not being prepared uh, can, that stuff can come up. Or if you're not in a safe environment, if you get scared, how do, how do you breathe into that? How do you work through that? Because fears do come up. If you've got fears in your regular life, anything in my regular life that has, through my conditioning and that I've had, I get in plant medicine, that's going to come up. My fears, my shame, any of that stuff's going to come up at a level, at a level because it, it's asking me to heal that. Yes. One thing about that too, and I, I love what you touched on, you know, like you all heard me mention like where I feel like such an advocate to help people find safe, sacred ceremony, because what Candy and Tiffany do that is so unique that I don't think probably, I, I don't know of anybody yet um, that, that these women do is to create not just that safe 
safe place to be held and to be uh, watched and facilitated, you know, like, you know, at any given moment that, that there's somebody there that's, that's got you, you know, if, if anything happens now, what Candy and Tiffany also do, what's unique to them is that they have a whole uh, process ahead of time going into that journey that they work with you uh, to um, help well, one, I know, like creating an intention, but also, you know, what, what are those fears, you know, and to teach you how to navigate, you know, when you, you've never done this before, it's like, oh, I don't know, but what, you know, give you some, you know, ways of like, if you start to feel um, scared, you know, you know, how, how you can, uh, you know, find a, a um, perhaps I'll just give an example, you know, just kind of like your safe word, you know, like, oh, okay, you know, and you can get back to center. I love too what Candy and Tiffany do is that they, they create a space of love. I mean, just even in their process of, of growing mushrooms, the, the love that's poured into the actual growing process of that. So that when you're coming into an experience um, in a ceremony that you're coming in already with love, love energy that you're bringing into a, a space like this. So um, I don't know anybody else that, that does that, you know, and so it's like you're already coming in so held and so safe. So I really wanted to, to share that because that's that's so that's so important as you're deciding, you know, different plant medicines, you know, what to do and where to do them, um, you know, is to take some of these things into into consideration. You know, I've, I've done a couple of these uh, live plant medicine uh, Q and A's, and we've talked before about, for example, even ayahuasca, like doing them over. Um, you know, out of the country versus in the U.S. You know, there's similarities, there's pros and cons to each. But um, another piece of this is uh, the integration, which is uh, so important after a journey, whether it's mushrooms, ayahuasca, San Pedro, because oftentimes what happens in a journey is that you go in with all these questions or things you want to know, but I suspect probably Tiffany and Candy will agree that uh, you come sometimes come out with more questions <laughs> than you went in with. Like, what the what was that? Like, what or what does that mean? Or or you might be left with something that that just maybe it maybe it bothered you. You know, it's like, what does that mean? And we don't want to leave you that you've left with something that's stuck to you that's you're bothered or or you can't make sense of or that frightened you to scare you away from this. So um Candy and Tiffany both also have that integration afterwards too, to help you, you know, move through that and 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 bring it back into your body and and make sense of some of this stuff. And you're like, oh, oh, okay, <laughs> all right. And some of those, um, what's fascinating too is that uh, things will be revealed to you maybe months down the road or a year down the road. You're like, oh my god, that's that's what it was trying to show me. That that made sense. So, uh, Tiffany, I'll let you speak into that uh, too as well. Uh, yes. So well, Candy and I have learned <laughs> through some really challenging lessons of doing this work of seeing and feeling into what's really helpful for, helpful for people um, and where we can get, where we can really be even more helpful, uh, create more of that loving container and safe space. So um, if if it's quite honestly, it, it starts even before you sign up for a, a service, quite frankly, like making the decision to do uh, a service with us, say like our entheogen re retreat program, which, which we're basically what we're kind of talking about doing a macrodose 
ceremony prefaced with um, several weeks of preparation and then followed by integration. That's our entheogen retreat program, which we'll, we'll talk about that. But even before you get to that point, we're doing a call with people to really dig into is this a safe fit? So even if you are interested in the retreat, we're still talking together beforehand to understand if this is a good fit. And even a step before that, if somebody's not even really sure if the retreat is right, is our mushrooms right? What's this, what's this microdosing versus macrodosing? Maybe they have a lot of health conditions, a lot of medications. We do a personal assessment service where we dig, dig more deeply into exactly what you have going on, what you have tried, uh, what your intentions are, what has worked for you, what hasn't worked for you. And again, we're not, we're not medical professionals. We're not mental health professionals, but we have a ton of experience seeing what, what has worked for people and what's not and what might be problematic and, and what's not. So we can help you even determine if doing any kind of mushrooms or any kind of psychedelic for healing and transformation is, is right for you. Um, so we can help at that level. If, if you are interested in Sarah and Theogen Retreat Program, we do a, a call about that as well. And then and then we'd have five weeks of preparation. This is true whether or not you do a, um, the Entheogen Retreat Program with us or if you were to sign up, say, for a private ceremony with us. We really like the Entheogen Retreat Program because it's a group experience and it can be so much more powerful, so much more powerful. Um, but if you're doing any medicine work with us, this is the messaging I'm trying to say is that we do preparation work with you and we do integration work with you. We are helping you prepare for your your medicine journey, but really it's it's more than that. It's 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 helping you to prepare to deal with life on life's terms better because how you deal with life and show up for life today how how you're able to be in that flow about it, how you're not able to control things, the fears that come up. Well, guess what's going to happen in the medicine? Those, those exact same things are going to come up. So what we're really doing in that preparation phase is helping to identify where, where do you have the resistances within you? What are the fears coming up? What are you in flow about? What do you try to control? What are you not part of? Like, what's your vision for yourself in life? And I'm not talking about what are your goals? Like, what do you want to attain? And, and I'm talking about how do you want to feel about waking up in the morning? And embracing life, like how do you really want to feel? So we help you with that. And then we, we absolutely go into the ceremony logistics, how to prepare for that, how to actually lean into the ceremony experience itself. So it's really a whole, whole, whole bundle package that's there's a there's a piece of it's a very focused on the ceremony that's coming up, but we're the, it starts way before that. It starts with how you're how you're navigating life and living life today. Yeah. Um, then we do the re, the, the retreat, um, which we can. I don't know. If we've got time for all this, but what, we we do a three day retreat. It's it's southwest of uh, Oklahoma City. Um, we have a psilocybin ceremony for one night. We also do several other activities. We do a sweat lodge. We do meditation. Uh, sound bowls, breath work, um, flower bath, smoke bath. It really doesn't do it justice of how beautifully that the container 
gets created for supporting you through your, your journey. Um, and that's kind of the highlights of the, the three-day retreat. And then we go into the integration phase. People tend to uh, kind of be on a cloud nine, maybe a week or so, two weeks afterwards. But then guess what? You kind of go back into your day-to-day routine again. You've like I don't know anybody that hasn't needed some or could have benefited for some kind of help or assistance with taking what they experienced in ceremony, learning more what it was about. And but mo- most importantly, when you go in and do this work with intention, with the transformational intention, you're always going to be given what you need. And you're, it's always about taking what you received in ceremony and somehow going back into your life and making some kind of changes for yourself, whether it's through actions or being in a different way or, or what, whatever that is, there's always something there for you because the whole point is not to go back to the life that you were living. The whole point is to change. But we got to be careful what we ask for, because then we give dump back into our life and we have no idea what the hell we're doing. We don't know how to do it. We just don't. It's it's so much easier said than done. And that's where we found our five week integration process. So, so impactful and so important because we help people then un- help better understand what's coming up for them how to process it, how to allow themselves to feel through it with with ease and grace without resisting it, trying to get them to understand, okay, what might this mean? What what might does it maybe not mean? Sitting with ourselves, that's the hardest thing. Sometimes people get something, they want to go run and, and take an action to go fix something. And sometimes it's about sitting with ourselves and sitting with our feelings. And oh my gosh, we we are told never to do that. Don't feel, don't run away from bad feelings. And I am going to use air quotes for that because there are no bad feelings. Feelings are just feelings. We're just human. We're meant to feel them, but we're told not to. So we help with all of that. So you can really, really make your experience the, the, the process that is intended to be, which really is at the end of the day, a spiritual self-knowing. This, this self-awareness of the truth of who you are so you can walk the life you're meant to. That's what we're here to help you do. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Um, my heart is smiling hearing you, both of you share about this because this is why it's, it's so this work in this way, you know, I, 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 don't ever try to throw my own opinions in there because it's, it's so unique to each person, you know, what you feel called to and how you feel called to do it. Um, it's just, you know, there's such a difference like, like this, when we talk about ceremony, right. Ceremony is sacred, right. And, and we do it as, as a group. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about that too, because, um, like this too in ceremony is what I call, I would say like, this is like in, in nature, if you will, this isn't in a clinical setting. This isn't, you know, laying in a, in a hospital bed, you know, with somebody administering, uh, you that's, um, just watching you. So here's a, another thing that I want to share that I know about, uh, Tiffany and Candy. Um, now as mushrooms have become more, um, um, open 
across the United States, and we're seeing you know, more and more people, um, more and more states that are opening up uh, to the use of psychedelic mushrooms for healing um, and physical things too, you know, like PTSD and migraines, you know, the, across the whole gamut. Um, you know, there are clinics. <laughs> and I'm not, why am I using air quotes again? They're not clinics, they're clinics. Um, but, you know, and that may be a right fit. Uh, for you, but it's usually done. Um, like I said, you're with, um, you know, in um, a, a, a room um, and you have what I would consider is just a, a watcher, you know, someone that's just going to watch, watch you to make sure that you're okay and, and monitor your vitals and, and things like that. Um, and they'll, you know, uh, work with you, obviously. Now, what's different that I want to share about Candy and Tiffany, there are different types of what I call facilitators. Okay. So there's facilitators again, like in a more uh, clinical setting that will just, just keep an eye on you, you know, make sure that you're okay. Um, and then um, there are those facilitators that will um, go into the journey with you and Tiffany and Candy in ceremony, they're in the journey with you. They're, they're, in in that realm because it's it's just it's a whole nother experience so that they can they can feel the energy of this circle um and and can see you kind of even move the energy around or see you know if somebody's having a a difficulty you know they're able to to move that that energy or to or to help guide that if, if that's needed um which in my personal opinion like i feel like that's that's missing in more of like a a, a clinical setting um then the, then there's the level of of shaman um that's what i would say is like spirit walker so my um that's someone that uh you know they're also in the medicine but you know they those I don't know how to quite explain the the difference and maybe uh, Candy and Tiffany, because, you know, I, I see you girls as shamans, you know, I mean, like the spirit walker, you know, like being able to to help move things. So, for example, like in ayahuasca, um, there may be things that that uh, that come out that might seem um, uh, graphic or um, otherworldly, where a shaman can can move that spirit or that energy like like out you know something that doesn't need to stick around here <laughs> uh, kind of thing but anyway but but point being is that um when you're again i'm sharing this so that you can kind of know the difference as you're choosing uh to to do a mushroom experience but um tiffany and candy i know they're they're with you in the experience now i don't know about your one-on-ones and so if you're doing that as well on the one-on-ones but um so uh Tiffany and or Candy, if you want to share about about that, like the uh, privates that you do um, and your thoughts about kind of more uh, clinical and, and things like that. So, Candy, I'll, actually, I'll start with you. We'll just kind of go back and forth here. Yeah, I mean, so we do hold private ceremonies. You know, again, we do it all as a program now. It's one thing that we've learned where we used just to do ceremonies like a, a weekend ceremony. But what we learn, most people coming to us are wanting to change. There's something been in their life, whether most of their life or they're stuck someplace, that they're coming into the medicine to do something, whether it's a private or a group ceremony. They're looking for that transformational change. And most people to come to us are professionals that 
probably, I'm just going to say, you know, anywhere probably between 40 to 60. I mean, we've had 75-year-olds, 8-year-olds come to us. But these are, you know, are coming to us to look for change. So what we really do, again, is hold that that space. You know, we're not just, one of the things we want don't want to do is interfere with someone's process. If someone is going through their process, we are going to hold that space and hold that energy in a very loving container to allow you to do that. Uh, some people may just be going through the process and we're not going to want to interrupt that. Other people may, their process may be, they need to kind of talk about a process. We're there as well. But we do hold an energetic container that a lot of times we can kind of see what's going on. And, and our job is to move that energy and to help it flow. And we do that whether it's private ceremony or a group ceremony. And our groups are small, you know, 10 to 12 people. We don't like bigger groups just because of that. And we'll have three, three facilitators for that group. So we're really there to hold that space. It's not like you're just laying on your mat. We're going to give you some mushrooms and go lay on your mat. And there you go. Uh, you know, someone asked, can you take these at home? You know, do we do in this group or just take them at home by yourself? Here's the thing is, again, most people are coming for a reason. And our own thinking kind of got us to where we are. And our own thinking is really hard to get us out of it. The mushroom is a great, great tool, but our thinking can still be there and our solutions can still be there. The mushroom is a great another tool to open us up to these awarenesses and unblock maybe what's been stuck there and give us an opportunity to move past that, which again is why we put this program together to really help that. Uh, so, you know, it's, Yes, we're in, we're in the process with you, um, and we've been there. And that's the thing is we've gone through this ourselves, so we know uh, we're there with you. There's not much that we have not been through. Yeah, yeah. And you girls, I've seen it. I've seen it and experienced it all with people. And uh, Tiffany, before I come to you, I just I want to share something too about what's so neat about doing it in a group setting um, like this. Um, because it, it is a different experience doing it solo, uh, versus in a group. So, you know, if somebody mentioned about, you know, can I just, you know, do these at, at home? Um, I think too, it just, it, it sure helps. You've got, you know, a facilitator, you know, if you're at home by yourself, um, or especially if you've got someone that's just watching you, uh, you know, you may find yourself in territory that you don't want to be in. And, you, you know, if it ends up being a bad experience, you know, we don't want you to have a bad experience because it, there are no bad experiences. It's just, it's our ability to understand and, and navigate it. You know, what's, what's happening. There, there are no bad ones. You know, you do come out the other side of these things, but it's sure nice that if you do have something like you're left with something that's like, oh my God, like I, I, I don't know what that means or that disturbed me you know, that you do have that ability to have somebody there that with you, that's, that's got you, that can help you work through that. So the other thing about group ceremony, what I find so beautiful is that, you know, everybody's going through their own process and their own journey. You know, there might be somebody next to you just 
crying, 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 crying. Somebody on the other side of you just laughing their ass off. But what happens is it's co-creating an experience. You might hear you're in your journey and all of a sudden that laughing that is somebody next to you, it takes you back to a childhood memory that opens up a whole door had you not heard that that laughing or you hear somebody crying that that creates that or it could be the combination of the of the two i've actually had the experience um in a journey to have a, a literal conversation with somebody on the other side of the circle like telepathically and we've confirmed that after the fact you know even in that journey we're like hey outside of this let's let's yeah and after the fact we're like that really happened right yeah yes we were really talking to each other right yes <laughs> um so there's there's a, so much to be said for doing it in a group um like that and then also too it's like what i love is after a, a group ceremony is being able to everybody share you know sharing their experiences and what they've got and you're you're still learning because somebody somebody's gone through something and you're like oh that's me. Like somebody got something that like now becomes the opening for your transformation, you know, from their healing. It's like, oh my God, that I got it. So awesome. Um, and then just so you know, too, um, we're, we're at our top of the hour. We're scheduled for 90 minutes. Um, um, I just, I, I left it open that long just because I knew there's just so much to talk about. Um, you're more than welcome to, to, to come and, and go, you know, if, if you need to, but we want to just keep going since we do have the time. I've got more questions. What we're going to do, I'm going to ask Tiffany some more. Then we're going to um, uh, answer your questions specifically. Um, I want to, I'll even show you some, we'll pull up their uh, retreat because I do want to, I want to talk about that as well because uh I will be there um, as well with that one. I'm looking forward to that. So, uh, Tiffany, uh, what what you got to say about about all this stuff we've just been talking about about group ceremony, about um, in a clinical setting, et cetera? Yeah. So, um, I want to talk about the group setting, and it goes so much more. It's so much more beyond just a group setting. So, what? And it's, this will kind of address why are we a church as well. So yeah. when Candy and I were way back, you know, a few years ago, trying to figure out, okay, how do we actually organizationally structure what we're doing? Um, we really set forward to to do the church for um, for for legal reasons. However, what we saw unfold in front of us is that no we are a church because this is about bringing community together this is about bringing people together it is this huge missing link that it's it's that is plagued in our society where people think that they are here to do the life and be a human on their own you know if we, we look at western society today we are all in our individual houses, doing our all individual things as individuals, my healing is individual, I go to one therapist, I go do this one thing, like, we think we're here doing this alone. And it's this huge missing piece in our transformational process, we need one another, we need each other to heal, we need each other to grow, we need to be mirrors for one another. So we, we saw that very clearly. And that's why we're a huge, we hugely promote the, the group work because it's magical. It is like indescribably magical. It's not something that we plan. It's amazing to see the people that come together 
that that they don't know they're coming. They don't know each other. They're coming from across the country. They show up in this this together on on Zoom with us to begin with to do our preparation, and they start this amazing bonding experience. And and then we get to this retreat together, and we were together in person. Our energies come together, and it is so amazing to see how people heal off of one another. Like it's it's I, I can't I can't describe it there's really no words for it so it's so much more powerful people don't want to do it they don't want to be vulnerable and do it that I tell you right there if you don't want to do it because you don't want to be vulnerable that's exactly why you should do it yeah. that right there that's the only growth lesson that you get through the whole experience it's worth it it's worth it because you have to be vulnerable. We have to be open. Our hearts have to open. And we think it just needs to open up with inside us. But this connection that we so seek in our lives is about other people. Yes. It's, it's about ourselves too, but it's really about having fullness and richness in the experience of being a human. We have to have others. Um, you know, people can overdo it with codependency and this and that. And that's a whole nother thing. But I'm talking about really empowering and enriching our lives with the assistance of others. We give and give and give and give and give and provide and provide and provide. And we don't we're not good receivers. It's hard for us. And we so so anyway, the group experience, um, I'm going to like I can't say enough about it. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna back you up on that one. There's there is you said it perfectly. It's magical. It's magical. It's 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 you're healing each other. It's just like all these these mirrors of that's showing up and these energies of these beautiful souls in one place. You know of of the healing that occurs in a group like that. From my experience personally, too, is so much more profoundly magic uh, than doing it in a solo environment. I mean, and it's profound as well. Like I said, I don't want to dismiss that. Um, but uh, just to, to get that and you don't, you know, so I'm saying that's why I love what you girls do because it's just, you don't always find this group uh, ceremony just, just everywhere with that and all that, the integration. So um, I, uh, I want to ask this because I know a lot of people have asked ask me this and I because I'm just not an, an expert like you girls are but uh you hear lots of people talking about microdosing. I want to talk about that just right quick I want to touch on it what is microdosing? um why would somebody do it you know is it do you do you trip on a on a microdose? uh tell us about that uh, so yeah, I'll start out that. So microdosing is a very, very small amount. So if you're if you're going to say a, a macrodose, let's say two grams to four grams, just to say a macrodose. A microdose, if you'd say a microdose is going to be like a tenth of a gram. It's a very, very small amount that has no psychedelic effect. You barely, you kind of barely feel it. Uh, you should be very functional and I, I don't like saying you can go about your day. You should, you know, but if you took it, you could go about your day and be okay. But the, the purpose of the microdosing, it's a beautiful, beautiful tool. It's a more subtle effect. But what happens is 
the beautiful thing about psilocybin is it targets our default mode network, which is where that ruminating thoughts we have. We all have it. Some of us have it more than others. And it quiets down those thoughts or those stories. So if you're microdosing, it's going to quiet down those, those thoughts that you have. And what can happen is you can now have maybe different awarenesses or different perceptions about what you what you think what you see so you can start if you go in with intention and put some things in place you can start having these subtle changes that can really make profound differences in your life where a macrodose is going to be you know more intense and you can get to a deeper level the microdosing may take a little bit longer to have some of those awarenesses but there's for anxiety, depression, uh, you know, I work with people too that actually have had nerve damage or pain. There's a lot of things that microdosing can really work with. And, you know, myself, I'll take it uh, for creativity. Uh, I have, you know, writing is not one of my strong things. If I need to sit down and really write, I can microdose on that day. So there's a lot of benefits for microdosing. Uh, work with a lot of people, uh, do a coaching program with microdosing as well that can really help people to, again, change, start changing things in their life and start working to to, to make things happen, uh, you know, because we're all looking for, a lot of people are looking for something different. And especially if you've had anxiety and depression and, and things for a long time, uh, I've worked with people that have been able to, get, not that I, I'm a, a doctor, but I've been able to get off their medications and actually make a huge difference in their life. Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating to me with the, with the microdosing, um, especially when you get into actually looking at the science and actually looking at brain scans and things to see how it's, it's actually uh, working Um in the body like that. Um, Tiffany, is there anything you would like to add about microdosing? And the other thing I'd say with that, you know, I just talked about the, the default mode network, but the, the other beautiful thing, it creates new neuropathways. So you can actually, that's the beautiful thing is you can start creating new pathways. So those thoughts and those patterns can start changing. So. Yeah, I think it can be equally as profound as as macrodosing. We we again as humans in our conditioning in our thoughts think that more is always better. And uh, I would tell you that is that is not the the case with mushrooms like we even in our ceremonies we're we're really um cautious about how much medicine that we give because <clears throat> this is about a process that's going to take you deep within yourself and bring you awareness and not necessarily blast you off somewhere where you don't know what's going on. So with, with the, the microdosing, it's even more subtle, but when you use it for over an extended period of, of time and you're using it a couple of times a week, you can really see those, um, <clears throat> those, those changes happen. Um, so it's also a good potential, like if some, if somebody really doesn't believe macrodosing is for them for whatever reason, microdosing is, um, 
can be a really safe route for, for, for most people. So we think it's a beautiful um, alternative. We see people do it. Um, uh, sometimes they start off with microdosing, then go to macrodose, then go to microdosing. Sometimes they do a macrodose, then do microdosing kind of on and off. It, it's, um, it's one of those beautiful tools, macro versus micro, that you can really dive into depending on what layer is ready to be worked on and how deep of a dive or um, more kind of day-to-day experience you're looking to um, have more insight into. So um, I love I love microdosing myself. I use I use both microdosing and macrodosing. I use my internal compass to to guide me on on what that is, and both are profound. Yeah, absolutely profound on on either end of that spectrum. Um, so what I'm going to do uh, right now is I'm going to um, I've just put in the chat. This is um, Candy and Tiffany's uh, website. Uh, so that you can find them, sacredpillars.church. Um, and uh, in a minute, I'll actually pull their, their site up, but, uh, and we'll go through that a little bit because I want to I want to share about uh, the retreat that's coming up. Um, the actual ceremony day, it's the 13th of October. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, but it's <laughs> so start- Friday, Saturday, Sunday that weekend. Yeah. Okay, but it actually starts on September the 9th. Um, that's that- I think I've got the dates correct, September the 9th, um, where you got start that process of, of preparation. And then ceremony will be um, that that weekend of uh, October the 13th, um, just south there in Newcastle, Oklahoma, 20 minutes south of uh, Oklahoma City. I will be there. And so now uh, before we go on, I just want to is anybody have any any questions, any anything? And, and if you uh, want to just put it in the chat. Um, you can do that or just you just hop right in there and, and ask away. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I can can ask you, because, of course, you know, we could we could talk for uh, the next couple of hours on that. The one thing I'd like, you know, to, just to kind of continue with the microdosing, the one beautiful thing about the mushroom medicine is like with the microdose, you know, I talked with people with anxiety and depression and PTSD that have really made some profound changes that the medicine is, you don't have to continue to stay on it. It is a tool and it is one of, mushrooms are one of the safest, I don't even like to call it a drug, I'm using the quotes now, uh, but it's one of the safest out there. It's not addictive. Um, you can stop taking it. And it so that it's very safe. And you, the, the goal is to make the changes in your life, uncover and discover yourself and get in touch with that, you know, that divine self within. And then you don't need the medicine. Uh, you know, if you get stuck again, you can go back to the ceremony, but you don't have to stay on it. And that's the beautiful thing about it as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'm going to share my screen here. Uh, right quick. And so we just take a look so you can see, um, let me blow that, that up. Um, so this at sacred pillars, uh, dot church, um, I've actually just gone straight to the, uh, retreat program that's, that's coming up. Um, just so you can see what that, that looks like. Um, there's the, the dates on there. Uh, 
And I love this, right? It's an opportunity to find your community. Um, and it is, you, you will be developing just deep and intimate bonds. I promise that these strangers that come together, uh, you will be best friends uh, literally overnight. You'll love each other forever. Um, and, you know, like they said, immediate support. I mean, you're right there. They're right there. Anything comes up, you guys are there. Um, and uh, yeah, synchronistic gathering of like souls. It is, boy, synchronistic. Boy, that's an understatement, right? Um, I like that. Opening up to vulnerability and releasing of social anxiety um, and increasing accountability of self-trust and confidence. So uh, again, it's a five-week uh, preparation phase leading up to uh, the retreat itself. And um, I won't go through uh, through all this. I'll let you guys look at it um, on your own. And um, after I finish scrolling through here, I'll have Tiffany and Candy kind of point out some other highlights that I may have uh, missed. But uh, I do want to talk about this, about like actually what happens at ceremony, um, because the girls really incorporate just beautiful, beautiful elements into this that I feel too are just organic. They're natural that create literally ceremony. Um, and to me, it's like I said, it's, 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 it's sacred. It, it feels like ancestral to me that we're connecting with nature. We're connecting with the elements um, and those, those sacred energies. Um, so uh, Tiffany and Candy, I'll let you talk about some of these about like, what, what, what is breath work, you know, like, and uh, what is in cacao? What, what about all that? So uh, uh, Candy, I'll start with you again um, and just share what, okay, what is breath work? What are we going to do there? So, I mean, I would tell you that our breath is one of the best medicines we have. I mean, in, if you're thinking about it, uh, a psilocybin or plant medicine ceremony, a great way to step into that is a breathwork ceremony. It can be just as powerful. Um, so a breathwork ceremony is where we actually, you can breathe for an hour uh, as a continuous breath. And the breath work, it can get you to that same kind of altered state of consciousness that plant medicine can. And so what we like to do in our ceremonies is we do that before we'll do a breath work ceremony and then serve the psilocybin after that. And one of the reasons what we have found is that way, if you have things to release, it kind of gets you into that state. So that when you go into the psilocybin ceremony, you are now ready to receive the medicine. And we have found it really has profound effects with that. Um, just breath and just, I just say this really quick. It's like five minutes of breath, of breathing. Uh, it can, it, it hurts the parasympathetic nerve, our fight or flight. So the breath can do wonders for people with anxiety, with depression. We do a lot with the breath work. Uh, we hold those once a month uh, just here locally as well. It's profound. I had no idea. I, I experienced it by accident once. And it was like, what just happened here? You know, and I yeah. remember experiencing plant medicine. And for me, it was a plant medicine experience with the breath yeah. work. Yeah. yeah. I love that you girls include that. Um, so uh, sweat lodge, I love that too. Uh, sweat lodge, smoke bath, flower bath, but a sweat, a sweat. It, uh, Tiffany, share about uh, share about the sweat lodge, smoke bath, flower bath. 
Yeah, so um, sweat lodge. So this is really more of a traditional Native American uh, activity where um, the other facilitator that we have has led uh, sweat lodge ceremonies for 30 years uh, out on this land. So uh, this is where there's a small outdoor enclosure where um, we sit on the ground together and uh, hot rocks, we call them grandpas, are brought in that had been basically cooked in a, in a fire. And then water is poured on these rocks. And it's, um, it is a very cleansing um, experience. It, of course, it gets hot. It's not for everyone. This is another reason why we do um, screening to make sure um, people's health is in a, in a condition where we think that they're that that's not going to be a problem. Um, but if you're a normally healthy person, usually sweat lodges are, are fine for folks. But um, it's 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 really interesting because that it's it can be a, um, a, a mental process of surrender because you're there, it's hot, can feel uncomfortable. Um, but really it's about diving deep within yourself um, and it's it's led, uh, it's facilitated. You're not just sitting in there. Um, it, some deep sharing can happen. It's a really, really beautiful, beautiful ceremony. And, um, you know, I encourage everybody just to experience it one time to see what, what that's about. The, the smoke bath, flower bath, um, smoke, smoke bath and flower bath are done on the last day. This is just kind of a final kind of cleansing purification process. Um, smoke bath we use is basically outside again with a, a like a blanket over you with Palo Santo um, burning. Uh, and so that smoke is kind of cleansing you. The flower bath is really quite profound. Um, it's uh, again, our at, our, at our last in Theo gym retreat, out of everything that I'm looking at on this screen, the actually the most powerful thing was a washing of each other's feet in a flower bath. It was everybody, including myself, Linda, Candy, streaming with tears of how people were touched by that process because we do it to one another. And it was just um, probably one of the most beautiful uh, ceremony experiences I've ever had from a, from a place of just heart open, gushing love for one another. It's beautiful. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I've, I've experienced that with the, with the sweat as well. One of the things too, is just even just the, the releasing, you know, of, through your body of the, of the sweat, you know, of preparation for that ceremony of all that, that release in the flower bath. Um, and then uh, just cacao uh, share about that. What's uh, people hear about that cacao and that's a beautiful thing as well. Tiffany. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll grab you. Yeah. So cacao is the ceremonial gray cacao. Now there's cacao that you can buy in the grocery store is this is different. So that's really the unprocessed cacao that's coming straight from Costa Rica or Guatemala. It comes from different um, places. 
but really when it's unaltered and it's not processed, we call that ceremonial grade cacao. And it is, uh, we, we use it as a heart opening um, medicine. We call that a medicine as well. Um, and what, what we love to do while we'll couple it with these other activities, especially in our integration process, it really can get people to be able to feel and it's it's slightly energetically uplifting so sometimes it makes people chatty so it's like this beautiful medicine that helps people be able to emote and express in, a, in a kind of like a more natural way and we we use it um uh, in a lot of our different uh, events that we have so that that's what cacao is or how yeah. we use it um, and what I, I'd also like to say, too, about the ceremonial grade cacao, because like Tiffany said, that that is coming from and sourced from, um, I say, you know, like the native land, you know, of like Costa Rica or South America, Peru. And what I want you to know about that kind of cacao, it's very sacred to those people. So how they grow it and the love and the um, intention that that goes into actually uh, growing and harvesting and cultivating um, those plants is magical in and of itself. So yeah, this isn't like grabbing cacao at, you know, Whole Foods and <laughs> this is uh, the real deal. So, okay. Um, uh, I'll just see if there's anything else I want to share in here. I'm going to go ahead and stop my uh, screen here. Um, we'll stop sharing. Um, again, I've got the link there. Um, We've got, uh, let's see, yeah, the, the price of the program is on the on the site. Um, and just if you've got questions, y'all, um, just set up a discovery call uh, with Tiffany and Candy. They will answer anything and everything. Again, see if it's the right fit for you. Um, you know, they do have, uh, uh, it's on the website, but their payment plans as well and things like that. You know, they want, want to make it so that you can be there, you know. Um, so definitely there's those options. Um, let's see. Does anybody have any uh, any questions that they'd like to? We've got a few more minutes left. Does anybody have any any questions about anything that we've talked about tonight? Or we can even answer questions about any other plant medicines, or if you want to ask questions about the retreat specifically. Okay, nobody be shy. <laughs> well, I'll talk. And if you want, like I said, just unmute yourself and you can you just you just hop right in there and, and say that uh, that you have a question. So um, I would just like to thank all of you guys for uh, coming and joining us uh, tonight. Um, if you have any questions whatsoever that come up after the fact um, that you didn't maybe want to ask here in the chat, you know, just email me or uh, the girls um, and uh, there will be. Also, uh, other upcoming dates, the girls are doing this all the time. This is their life. This is what they do. So if you're listening to a recording of this and it's it's after this date that you're listening to it, please note um, the girls are doing these retreats. I mean, this is a yearly thing. This is their life, what they do 24-7. Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so, and how cool that you're in Oklahoma City area. You know, it's kind of like center of the of the country. Uh, <laughs> for that. Um, let's see. Uh, what else can I tell you? Um, yeah, I, like I said, I mean, I hope that this has opened up, uh, some 
new insight for you as you're considering, um, you know, whether you do a ceremony uh, with the girls or anywhere that this gives you a little bit more information of, of what to look for in a ceremony or when you're working with somebody um, with plant medicines, you know, like I said, it's, it's important to me that you're, you go in well-educated um, and that it's a, it's a wonderful experience uh, for you. And that, you know, uh, the only way that happens is just asking questions, really uh, doing the research and, and um, you know, finding out and, and feeling in your body, you know, what feels right to you. It may feel right to you that you like to be in a more clinical setting, and that is perfectly okay. There's nothing wrong with that at, at all. Um, so we want to kind of give you the full spectrum um, of, of all of that, but I, I hope that you could hear from uh, at least the three of us of uh, why we do this work and why we participate in it is because it's literally for us been life altering um, in not just a little way, but a gargantuan way. So uh, uh, Candy, I'll just say any final thoughts uh, that you'd like to share before we head out tonight? Yeah, the, the only other thing is if you are, are interested in doing plant medicine, say you go someplace else, you go to Peru, go to Costa Rica, one of the things that we truly believe in is in why we did the church and community is we do offer like once a month a virtual group uh, sharing circle of integration. Uh, we've had a lot of people go off and do ceremonies places and don't have the support when they come back. Uh, we do, you know, we try to offer that support. So if you're checking and you're looking at different places to do plant medicine, just ask the questions I'd say of what kind of support do they have afterwards um, and at some point we will have our program with preparation and integration online we truly believe in preparing helping people to get prepared going into medicine and having the support afterwards so um, you know again our services are there for people they don't necessarily have to do plant medicine with us Thank you. Thank you. All right, Tiffany, uh, parting, parting words to share that you'd like to leave us with. Um, everybody is perfect exactly where they're at. Um, everybody's doing a great job, regardless of what we tell ourselves. Uh, everybody is so loved. You're so loved. Keep going. You got this. If we can help with any part of your journey, whatever that looks like, please reach out. Yeah, absolutely. All right, lovelies. Uh, thank you so much uh, for uh, the gift of you being here with us tonight and uh, this opportunity too, because we'll be able to, to share uh, this with lots of other people um, that's going to help out um, a lot. So just by you being here, that you're a catalyst for other people to to find their way, to find their heart, you know, to find themselves. So thank you so much. All right. Good night, everybody. And uh, Tiffany and Candy will stay here with me for a little bit, but otherwise we will uh, be seeing you guys. Uh, maybe we'll see you in Oklahoma. <laughs> Bye guys. Bye. Thank you guys. Bye.